Yes, sir. <clears throat> Welcome back to another episode of Man Over Music or Music Over Man with your lovely host, Maisha and Jakar. And we're back to give you another week of hot knot topics. Uh huh. Now I'm going to call this the relaxed cast, man. Is this, is this the, what'd you say, relaxed cast? That's the relaxed cast. Okay. Yeah. You know, we chill. Yeah, we are. We chilling. We, we chilling. It was a good day. You know, we didn't do last week's. So. You know, we missed y'all just like y'all missed us. So uh, yeah, know, apologies. Well, not really. A, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Apologies, you know, to y'all for you know missing out on the week. It wasn't no, uh, no, uh, no warning. warning no you nothing. know, no, no warning, no nothing. It's all good. You know, y'all got us for another few weeks without uh without us giving y'all a heads up on what's going on. But we did re-drop the episode. Yeah, we did. With J.E. Mine. Flavors. So make y'all, make sure y'all go check that project out, too. So we appreciate y'all for tuning in last week to uh, check out the uh, latest, you know, Hot Knot episode. Hot <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so it was good. Um, but, yeah, how you feeling today, babe? I am feeling all right. You know, you have to, I guess... I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. You just, uh, or I'm just trying to get over some mental hurdles. No, I feel you. I feel you on that. Um, I agree with you. I feel like uh, the last 48 hours I've been able to be as relaxed as I've been in the last, uh, what, 10 days? Yeah. I. You know what? I can say that because with this uh, property buying process, you know, HGTV, have you thinking things are a breeze and it's, you know, a little bumps along the way, but damn, you know, it's, it's like a lie. You know, right. it's like saying it don't rain in Southern California. Man, gee, and I swear, if you ever watch House Hunters, you always see that they show like three houses. And you think them just be the three houses that they didn't select it on. You know, that's what they gave them. They don't show you the, the process of like an inspection, an appraisal what the uh, buyers is going through behind the scenes as far as, like, making sure their finances uh, is straight. All you know is you see the properties, and then you just uh, determine. You just got options. Yeah, you just determine which one they should pick, and then they end up picking one. And then everything is peaches and cream after that. They don't say it like if they end up picking one, but that ain't the one they can get because it's already an offer put in on right. it. Like, what? Man. Like, you really got that time. The thing is with this process is. Time is of the essence. For real. You know, and you hear that saying, I've heard that saying a lot, you know, previously, but shit, time is really of the essence when you're buying these properties. Man, because the way people be sweeping stuff up, it's so crazy. Right. So crazy. You really got to put your best foot forward. Yeah. Man. Um, You you mess up thinking um, you're going to find something that's perfect. Oh, man. And you really, you need to be okay with uh, the imperfections that these places do have. Like, some things, you know, everybody want to walk into a house that's turnkey. But not everybody is privileged to walk into a house that's turnkey because just because you, you know, think it looks like, you know, it glitters, don't mean it's always gold. So you just got to be prepared for whatever obstacles is there. Mm-hmm. Man. Ooh. <laughs> this process so is is so stressful. It drive it drive you to make you want to drink. Uh, 
I mean, like, I get that saying. I get that saying. But, uh, or drive you to want to pull your hair out. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely that. I, you know, I ain't got as much hair as you, so I'm trying to keep all of mine. <laughs> so. I barely got that much more. It's okay. Oh, stop it. Stop that cat. You know, I got my locks going on, but you know, you got your curly curls going on, so. Ain't that, you know, it ain't growing like my hair used to grow. See, that's the thing they'll tell you when you get older. Certain things slow down, so. I meant, like, at a certain point, your body starts to wind down. It's like Benjamin Button, you know. I wonder what, at what point does that happen? So, you're born. And you're growing, and things are rejuvenating. Like things are dying, but it's getting better. And then at certain one certain point, then you start to deteriorate slowly but surely. Is it? Is it like? I'm I'm just saying. It's thirty that peak. Because things really start to change in your thirties, I guess. Nah, you right. Right, you right. Like obviously in your twenties, you're not as fast as you would be, like you know, as if you were when you were a teenager. But you're still developing. Not I for feel sure. like you know, in your early twenties and whatnot, you're still developing. But then, I don't know. Anyway, all I'm gonna say is I'm happy that I ain't got no receding hairline, no bald spots, nothing like that. So whatever, I'm I'm cool with it. I'm surprised I ain't got no gray hair. I don't want any gray hair. I, I but I'm so surprised I don't have any. You didn't yet. pass them all over to me, G. Uh, well, you know, I could take that. You look good with it. Oh, thanks. I'm that's, adjusting to it. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, dang, it was. Uh, I think it was something I wanted to like uh, start off with. Um, but I'm. I'm gonna just go here with it, man. You know. Free, free my boy Donnie T. You know Donnie Trizon. Wait a minute. The last show you was you was mad at Donald. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm saying he's he did screw himself. Uh, what you mean, free him? And he was just saying bring back stop and frisk. Like, look, man. What do you what do you what you want? What I'm on is political freedom. That's what I'm on. Political freedom. Yeah, man. They they trying to get that man uh, out of here for something that everybody do. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of point fingers. It is. Not a lot of accountability. You know, it's a lot of, what is it, uh, I want to say power power plays. Yeah, power oh, for plays sure. Because ain't, no, ain't nobody talking about how Joe Biden used the government to uh, really get the case up off his son. You know what I'm saying? Like, And he uh, he had his own little document situation going on. Ain't nobody talking about that no more. But we, all, we focused on Trump. I don't know what for. I mean, I do know what for, but, you know, at this point, it's just like, man, we know this man is not going to jail. So all y'all people that's getting, like, hyped up that he got a mug shot and he indicted, man, y'all know the name of this game. His, this, he will be exonerated of these crimes in uh, about six to eight months. Be, pre- be prepared for Trump versus Biden part two, and we know what the outcome going to be. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, like, I honestly don't feel like he gonna get um convicted or uh is that what it's called? Yeah. Convicted. But um either way it goes, I w- I'm not gonna be surprised. I I don't care either way. <laughs> yeah. I I, I don't care cuz anyway, I don't want to get too deep in the politics stuff and all that, but hey, I don't I, really care. I mean, I don't either cuz at the end of the day, it ain't, you know, uh, longest inflation goes down. Look, I'm tired of these high prices. You know, let's get inflation down. 
let everybody get some money, and we straight. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing I care about. Not like that. You know, women having, you know, their rights too, but let's get the inflation down. Let everybody get some money. Give, give women uh, their rights back, and we good. We Gucci. And everything else don't matter, bro, because all it is is a repeating cycle. Yeah, that's how I feel. I was thinking, <laughs> I guess, like, watching that Dr. Kumar video. and <laughs> Oh, you call him Kumar Ku- instead of Umar. Umar, sorry. Dang. Dr. Umar. Dang. Sorry, Dr. Umar. Um, anyway, I'm going to say, I want to make sure I'm not saying Kumar, because he'll be yeah, mad. I know, you can't do he'll that to mad. the good brother. He, he's not a coon. Can't do that to the good brother now. No, I can't do that, but he he tripped out. Yeah. But um, Brother Ifan Tunde. He... <laughs> You know, he was saying how uh, they trying to use D Wade as a democratic, you know, per, you know, democratic, dem- democratic yeah, yeah. And I feel like at this point in my life, I'm not going to vote for somebody strictly off of their color. Obama, he was that he was my first vote, and I was voting for him because he was black. That's the only reason. That was the only reason, only because he was black. And at this point, if I do vote. It's going to be for whatever, my own reasons, not because somebody black. Because it don't matter the color. Anybody can have an ill um, position on different things. So you just got to be careful. Hey, yeah, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. Uh, let me ask you this question. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people are up in arms with uh, Trump's, uh, his, uh, what what we would call them, uh, I guess his, not his stats, but uh, his uh, hiding weight. <laughs> uh what about it <laughs> the the donnie t coming from manhattan new york weighing in at a total of 215 pounds six three like i don't see nothing wrong with lying about your weight man i don't i mean like i don't care right. i mean i'm pretty sure a lot of people if they look at their license a uh, license plate driver's if they license. look at their driver's licenses or they state ids they gonna say they 50 pounds lighter Oh, for sure. You know, or however. You know, height, you can't really get away with height too much. Nah, it's probably some 5'5 five five brothers out there that's lying and saying they 5'7". Five, five, I eight. mean, like, probably. You're probably right. But, like, he ain't the only one. He ain't the only one who, who uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Adding a, adding a little you inflation. Know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> adding a little inflation. No, he, to, deflated. Uh, he deflated the stats. Oh, def- oh yeah. yeah. He's deflating his stats. So, um, you know, it is what it is. I don't really care. Even if somebody is 400 pounds and they put 150, that ain't, oh, that no. ain't, that ain't my hey, business. Nah. I don't care. Hey, now, I'm going to tell you this. If I'm working at the DMV and you clearly look like you weigh 400 <laughs> and you talking about 150, I'm like, what, back in 8th grade? What you going to do, pull out the scale? Nah, like, we ain't no. going to do, do that, but it's going to be a mistype on, on they, uh on their stuff. You know, I, I, I meet them somewhere in the middle and say 275. <laughs> hey, you just not about to lie about a whole 125 pounds. I don't care. No, nah, I'm going to have to care because if you get pulled over and they, you know, they be like, uh, excuse me, ma'am, sir, you know. Well, I meant like you only have to renew your license after how many years? I forgot. Is I, it five? Is it six? I I don't think the next time we got to renew our stuff until we like 35, 40. I, not 40. That's that's too long. You should. But it's like within like five, six years where I you got to renew your, your license or something. Well. But you can gain that much weight 
you could start off at one fifty and end up you at right. three hundred. You right. Or you could start off at five hundred and end off at two. You know, so to me, it don't matter because well, weight fluctuates anyway. It does. If you put two thirty five down next week, you might be two fifty. I'm just saying, like no, that's true. That's, that's true. what I'm saying. It it don't really matter. That's true. Well, you know, another thing too, people were so happy and uh, having a joyous moment because he. Uh, he actually had his mush, mug shot taken. What you think about Donald Trump capitalizing off his mug shot and putting it on a t-shirt? I think that's what he should do. Yeah. I, uh, what did you call it? Turn living turn, to lemonade? Uh, yeah, you know? You know? I, hey, look, I I thought the most hilarious thing about the whole situation was uh, he uh, said, like his campaign is, you get a free t-shirt when you donate 40, it's $47 <laughs> to the campaign. Did it ain't free. No, you get a you get a free T shirt with the mug shot and the slogan for forty seven dollars no. of a donation. Mm-mm. I was just like, dang, this man, this man Trump really got y'all paying. You know, hey, I ain't mad at you. you can't knock the hustle. I mean, like you can print your own picture out and go to the uh to the if I say to the sweatshop <laughs> to a embroidery shop or what is it called shop, print, print shop, shop yeah. and have it made. Hey, think. it do be hot up in them joints, though. I ain't gonna lie. So That's it, probably you what I'm saying. Sweatshop. Right. Sweatshop. But, yeah. but, hey, if you think about it this way, not like that, you are kind of spending the same amount of money to get it done, especially a one-on-one. And then you went to do it yourself. And then you can come up with your own ideas and do it yourself. That's true. That's true. Mind of the entrepreneur. Excuse but I, me. But I don't have... I do not care about uh, him trying to profit off of this situation. What else can you do? What else can you do? If you can profit off, profit off something that somebody may feel like is negative, you can turn that into a positive. Right. You you have to be the, uh, what is it called? You're the narrator of your story. You know? So, uh, kudos to him. Shout out to him. I, I ain't mad either. Hey, so, um, I don't know if you've seen this either. So, they said... It was some black people out there, um, and one of the black dudes out there had a sign, and it said, Niggas for Trump 2024. Or, no, it was a T-shirt, and it said, Niggas for Trump 2024. I meant, like, anybody can be a nigga, so. True. Are they talking about strictly black people? Because all people can be niggas. <laughs> Not, that is true. I ain't, you know, I ain't disagreeing with you on that one. So, uh, I'm, man. You know what? Now, that's terrible. I was going to say, I wonder if that's going to be the next T-shirt that his campaign come out with. But they, he would have to literally. No, go. you know. No, that can't be. No. Anybody be, can be a nigga, but everybody can't say nigga. You're that, right. That's the difference. You're right. He might have, his campaign team going to have to come out with the blacks for Trump. That's what they got to do. He can't, you know, if he going to do it, he got to flip it. He got to flip it. But he should Not like that. I'm just, I'm speaking from my own perspective. But if I was him. And I would have noticed the shirt. I'd have been like, hold on. So, like, as soon as I walked out and before I started talking to people, I'd have did a photo op with uh, Buddy. <laughs> we would have, man, we would have did it up. That's that's a trip. We would have did it up. I would have told my campaign manager, I would have been like, get his information. And he coming on the campaign trail for me, with me. Put him on the private jet. Tell him <laughs> to go. Tell him to go pack up his bags. We we flying to New York. <laughs> that's just ridiculous, Jakai. Look, I have, Everybody, but hey, I'll be like, yeah. everybody need a spokesperson. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, not like that. I ain't you know, we ain't finna get real uh, political about this. 
But it's essentially what the Democratic Party did. They would get them a token nigga and uh, take them to the black church, make them go to the black churches and tell them who they should vote for. <laughs> hey, you know, everybody that had to go to that courthouse in Atlanta uh, got off. Not got off, but was able to go home, but the black one. Oh, yeah, yeah, the dude, yeah, they got, man, I feel bad for that brother, man. He said, somebody says, because he, he showed up first, he showed up early. Man, no, nah, nigga, you stupid, man. Everybody else had they, uh affairs in order. They said he don't have a lawyer or something like that. Oh, see, I meant like, yeah, nah, sometimes I, it ain't all got to do with being a color. Yeah, get you. I mean, like, majority of the time it does, but maybe in his situation... He just didn't have his affairs in order. Yeah, he should have had him a lawyer that got uh, all that stuff negotiated. <laughs> I like the way you said that. Negotiated. I know. I, I, negotiated. I wanted to just let it. I do it all it, the time. I just wanted to <laughs> let it go where it was just like I didn't even, uh, I didn't even hear myself say that. It's okay, baby. It's all good. I said lemon into lemonade instead of lemons. <laughs> hey, maybe you can turn one lemon into lemonade. I mean, like, you can. You can make your own personal cup. Mm. It can be, you know, um, not it wouldn't have a lot of flavor of lemon, but, hey, it's still lemonade. Well, you never know, though. If you have, like, a, a teacup, it will work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <sighs> okay. All right. So, I'm glad, you know, we're we going to pivot up off of Donnie T. Wait. I'm not trying to. Anyway, I just want to say this. What? It's nothing big because I'm thinking about lemons. And okay. you're talking about tea, right? Did you say tea? Yeah, I did. So, is tea really flavored lemonade if you add lemons to it? Mm. <laughs> hot lemonade. True. With flavor. It could be, though. Flavor hot lemonade. It anyway. Because, be, you know, most people do put lemon in their tea. Mm. You might be on to something right No, there. I'm just talking. No, no, but you might be on to something, though. <laughs> mm. But that's what you got strawberry lemonade and blueberry lemonade and all that for. Man, look, stay away from Simply. But why would it be considered lim- just lemonade if you, why didn't, like, strawberry, strawberry aid or whatever? Anyway. You know what? Just because of how you said it, ain't nobody going to want to say it like that. I know. I know. Straw aid. Straw aid. Straw aid. Got that straw aid. Straw aid. Straw aid. <laughs> Got that straw aid. Okay, okay. Yeah. Nah. Alright. Segway. Segway. Yeah. What was you going to say? All right, so do you know who Burner Boy is? Uh, is he like, um, I know he's an artist. Uh, is he like Jamaican or? Nigerian. Nigerian. Yeah. Afrobeat. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So recently, uh, it was a report that came out that uh, Burner Boy said that African Americans have no culture. Okay. What's your thoughts on that? Um, I would say like deep rooted, like our, we lost our culture from. The motherland, but um, we are the culture. I think our struggle is the, is our culture. Mm. Our our culture is in a struggle, mm. so we do have a culture. It's just not um, like anybody else's. Yeah, I would agree with that too. I, you know, when I heard him say, like when I heard that he had said that, I said the audacity of this nigga. But I mean, like I can understand why he would say that. Oh yeah, because. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> We can't tie back different things to our native lands. You know, our native native land or whatnot. Right. But see, now, you know, when he said we ain't had no culture, I was simply thinking, like, just on the American base of it. Like, you know, not like that. 
people come over here, they be wanting to, you know, from other countries, when they see black people, they be wanting to wear the chains and want to wear the fashion that we got. You know, they don't come over here. They they lose their uh, African garb and stuff. They come start dressing, uh, you know, like African-Americans do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a double-edged sword because I do understand what he's saying. Like, we don't have, we don't have customs. We don't, you know, I, you know, if you would say what our customs are, they are Americanized. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I feel them on that point, but to say that African-Americans don't have culture is like you tweaking like we you know everything you want to do from the style of music to how you dress and what you wear in your uh presentation that's man that's america that's america that's all americanized you know what i'm saying like how you reference american songs or you put it in you know how you use your verbiage and try to play on what we do here is culture you know what i'm saying now don't get me wrong after you can you can leave me with the Afro beats. I do not be understanding nothing of the, nothing that they be saying, but it be sounding good. Oh yeah, it be sounding good. I I just be going with it. Like long as it ain't, you know, I'm gonna have to get the translator because I don't want it to be saying "kill your mama" or nothing. In there. Like <laughs> I ain't got time for that. But besides that, everything be sounding good. You know, <laughs> it's man. But yeah, I thought I just thought that nigga had lost his mind when, when I heard that. But then I heard him do another in, interview and he was saying like. Uh, show me where, show me where I said that, and you know I would, I would really address it then. And I was just like, well, all right, nigga, I guess you didn't say it, cause oh. I, you know. But I can see it though, you know, not like that. And to you know, to all our listeners that are um, non-U.S. Uh, born uh, Africans, you know, you know, I would consider y'all. I don't want to say immigrants, but you know, that's technically what it is. That ain't no diss to y'all, but. You know, y'all gotta y'all gotta recognize too, like the perception that they put on y'all when y'all get here is like a divide and conquer mentality. It's like how how can we expect to even gain that custom to culture if it's already a a divide? We can't, you know, it's it's a a language barrier. You get what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is it's just due to a lack of understanding. But you can say you say from he from Nigeria. Yeah, you can say. A lot of people, like in Nigeria or in Africa, are their culture being affected. And what I mean by that is just strictly off of hair. Mm-hmm. With the standard of beauty being straight hair. I see, like, you know, from, from like, um, movies and stuff. You know, I'm just basing it off of that from media. They wearing a lot of wigs and stuff now. A lot For of sure. straight hair. You hear stories about... Uh, them bleaching their skin or whatnot. I know it's. I'm kind of veering away from culture, but you know, now that affects culture though. It, it does, mm-hmm. and how you know being black and not being able, not knowing how to tend to your own hair, do your own hair, because of the lack of acceptance of other people. So if we don't start accepting ourselves for uh, who we are and how we are naturally, that's going to be gone. Learning how to braid your own hair, learning how to, you know, yeah, it's, man. I feel like that's it's that that's saying. See, I heard I ain't heard this saying since the like mid two thousands. Happy to be nappy. Mm. <laughs> happy to be nappy. I ain't heard that. I saying. am happy to be nappy. At I, first, I wasn't, but I am now. Man, we gotta go back into embracing that. Like, honestly, you know, I I'm not a you know. Huge proponent because it's gonna sound like I'm knocking people businesses, but shout out to all the uh, 
beauticians out there that that's getting it how they live by charging people a thousand dollars to do their hair. You know, but uh, I don't know. See, look, I don't, I don't need look. If I ever start getting charged a thousand dollars to do my my uh, my locks, mm-mm, I guess I'll be doing them myself. Yeah, it's man, it's crazy. I mean, I can do it if I was to take my time, but I don't want to. Yeah, like man. I ain't knocking nobody hustle because I don't want nobody to come at, at me for my hustle. So I, you know, I'm just I'm just trying to understand like where is this? What's the purpose of this thousand dollars for your head to stay up for what two months? Are you talking about like sew-ins and stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's you talking about? Like, yeah, yeah. It's just you know, it's it's not worth it. I mean, you know, but also too, it's the standard of beauty, it's society, social media. I get it, you know. I ain't, I ain't knocking y'all hustle, but everybody can't be uh, Bernice Burgos, uh, Drea Michelle, and all the rest of them uh, social media people that y'all follow. You know, be yourself. You know, find, find your happy place. Uh, but yeah, that's you know that's my spiel on uh, that portion. But uh, yeah, shout out to Bernard Bordeaux. He did just drop a project, so you know y'all go check that out. Run it up. I, I cannot think of one of his songs. I know it, but I just can't get the tune in my head. But I ain't going to sound right if I try to sing. Hey, look, it's better than what I was thinking. I mean, I know I've heard his music before, but the only thing I was thinking of every time like I, I hear his name, or and this is, I feel bad for saying this, but, the, you know, it's Joanna. Joe, Joe. Joe. I know that, that was a hit. Yeah, I don't even think that's him. I don't him. know if that's him, though. I don't think that's him, but yeah, yeah shout out to... Uh, Hey man, shout out to my uh my dog, man. The uh the Nigerian prince, man. Uh shout out to Innocent, man. I can I'm still uh I'm still waiting on the call, big dog. You know, we can go ahead, go to go to the motherland. I know I remember what you said. We don't bring our wives mm, over there. But so, you gonna bring this one. You know. So I am the exception. Um <laughs> yeah, I did wanna I did wanna mention something that we talked about uh privately off the uh pod. But I'm not trying to get uh, marked out, you know. Mm. I ain't trying to get, you know, I know the feds be, be listening. Oh, well. Yeah, I ain't trying to get marked out. All right, well, if you don't want to talk about it. I'm I'm scared. I'm I'm a little scared. I, you said, I said, okay, cut, next. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, you know, uh, we was talking, and does anybody realize that Africa is the only country that you, you got to travel to where you got to get a whole bunch of shots? Right, right. That's crazy. You can go to Europe, Australia, uh, uh, East, well, Asia, anywhere else. Africa's the the only only one where you got to get shots to go. You got to go go. get vaccines and shots to go go there. That's crazy. That sounds crazy. That sounds crazy. Like, what's so different about Africa than it is in Europe, than it is in uh, Asia? That it is in Australia. Hey, is it any cruises that go to Africa? Not that I know. But I, hey, look, I'm going to tell you this. I'd be traumatized. Wait, wait, go go ahead. I'd be traumatized to get on a cruise ship to go back to Africa. (laughs) What, you going to hear your your ancestors? Gee, you know. (laughs) Hey, hey, just imagine, like, imagine just feeling the waves. At night, while the, the boat is going through, you oh, just like, my man, gosh. Oh, nah, these, uh, these is the seas right here. Oh, my goodness. These, these was the seas that Michael B. Jordan was talking about in uh, Black Panther. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even think about that, Jakar. 
They don't even sound right getting on the cruise to go back to Africa. No, nah, I don't. It sounds like it. It sounds like that's where they're going to drop you off. Like, I, I have to look that up now. That is a good. That would be a good thing to find out, though. I ain't going to lie. It'll probably you know, be worth the money. Because take you to, like, uh, Italy, right? They'll take you to Italy. It'll take you to, uh, what, Ant- not, not Antarctica, Alaska. Alaska. Is what, yeah, yeah. But, so, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's tour. It's cruises that'll take you everywhere except for where you really probably really want to go. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Who for thought? Mm, it is. I want to, I want to travel to, uh, Nile River. I think it'd be dope. Mm. I think that'd probably be one of the dopest things that you can experience in life. And, uh, you know, this is just how much of, uh, Americanized I am. So, I always thought in Africa, like, no matter where you, no matter where you step, you need to be cautious of quicksand. So I, I always like want to go to Egypt, mm-hmm. but I'd be having that thought like, oh no, no, because what if we get into some quicksand? But I definitely, my plan is when we go there, is to ride a camel, and if we go through some quicksand, at least the camel get getting down first. Like you know, it's gonna it's gonna suck the camel first. <laughs> so then I, you know. <laughs> what if the camel bucking and you fall back oh, where your no, back that's bogus. Where your back hit the uh quicksand. Man, well <laughs> that, hey, the camel better hope I don't survive. Cause if I gotta be on some oxycodone, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, a rude awakening. It's gonna be a rude awakening. Make sure y'all check out Painkillers. We talked with y'all about oh, that two man. weeks ago, so I hope y'all I hope y'all watched it and I hope you did enjoy it. Great, great um, TV like series. It was a great series on Netflix. You still gotta watch Rose Island. I can't oh, believe that happened. Oh yeah, in real, I was supposed to watch that. That happened in real life. I was, I was supposed to watch that, but go ahead and uh, give people a, the free sample. Of, so uh, I guess it was like over in Italy somewhere. I guess anyway. And this guy, he wanted to build his own world. So him and his friend drove out and on the boat, like. Six miles off the coastline into international waters and built a platform in the ocean. And y'all just got to go see the rest from that. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the uh, people, United Nations got upset. Oh, the UN got upset. Yeah, oh, everybody, yeah, this going to be a good. Everybody, it was in Remini, off of Remini. I think that's what it's called. Mm. Even the United Nations got into it. Oh, uh, yeah, they definitely was trying to get them up out of there at the end. Yeah, they ended up blowing up his platform disrespectful see it's so funny now it's called rose island so if you're from chicago don't put in roseland it's rose. yeah so I, I told him it's rose it's Ro, uh, roseland yeah and i was thinking about like oh no i lied it's, it's rose island so yeah you know. what what uh what's his name anthony uh oh man and what he anthony say? anderson in when, that movie he was like roseland yeah roseland <laughs> like man look if y'all getting people to do Chicago-based shows or movies, please get some people from the city so we can at least like teach them how to say what they need to say. <laughs> I really felt like, so offended that like, he kept calling it Rose Land. Like Eggleston and yeah. Eggleston? Yeah, please. <laughs> please, man. Like, man, uncultured at all. Burner Boy might have been right. Burner Boy might have been right. It's a lot of uncultured uh, black people going on, going around here. I think 
um, going back to culture, I guess it's, I mean, like I already said this, but it, I guess it's because we're losing ourselves and um, not connecting with each other. Mm. Well, we do. Hey, we we do. We just got in a selective times. Like at the Montgomery Brawl. Yep, yep. Montgomery Brawl. Man, we got the white chairs. We still got, you know, we still got some things. We, uh, the day, the day people stopped playing Frankie Beverly and Mays and, uh, and all the, you know, the old dusties at the, at the, uh, family functions, I think that's when the culture would be gone for real. Mm. I think so. Hey, um, but, oh, before we, before we pivot again, let me, let me just jump back into music, man. Um, Quavo, he dropped, uh, he dropped an album two weeks ago called Rocket Power. No, last week, last week, um. Called Rocket Power, and you know it's in the memory of uh, Takeoff. Um, Eighteen songs. It's a pretty lengthy album. It's okay, but he sold thirty thousand. So you know, let's give a round of applause to Quavo. You know, for selling thirty thousand. So a lot of people had an issue with that. He only sold thirty thousand, and honestly, to me, I think that's a compliment. That's you know, that's a grace. That's grace to where music is today. Like, this has been the worst year for hip-hop music. Far statistically in sales. I have a question, Jakar. What's up? When they say people sold, that means somebody actually bought the album? So, it can be tied into a multitude of things, but mainly it's streaming. So, so many streams consist of one album sale. So, oh, yeah. Oh, Okay. All right, okay, because I'm just like, um, how is that happening? Because but be get... able to listen to, you listen to, what is it, Apple Music? Yep. I listen to Spotify, and I mean, like, I ain't buying that. Like, why would I buy it? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I pay already for Spotify, for, yeah. so yeah. I ain't buying no albums. Yeah, but no, you can still buy albums, too. It's Some people are just, like, still true to, like, buying albums because that's what they, you know, that's what they want to do. But um, yeah, that you know, not like that. No disrespect. I, I ain't buying albums because I already pay nine ninety nine a month for Apple Music, and if your album costs ten dollars, it's just like man, I'm and I can listen to it for free, and I already paid my ten dollars. You gonna get, you know, you gonna get it. it. It just ain't gonna be in the uh, the big the big quantity number that you thought it was, and also to these artists, thing really making that money up off them albums. Them albums is pre, you know, pre-purchased from the label. So mm. the money that you think that you, you know, spending the baddest album is going to the artist, now it's going to the label. Mm. It's going to the label. So I seen this video the other day, and it was talking about distracted driving. It said what distracted driving used to be. And the guy had the... Um, the CD case. Like, you know, he got right. out with all the CDs, put right. the CDs and find a CD, which one he want to pop into the radio. And I thought that was so funny. That's gone now. Because yep. it's gone now, you it's, know. It's gone now. Now you flipping through your phone to figure mm-hmm. out which song you wanted to listen to. Yeah. Hey, but, hey, if you got an Apple phone, you better go ahead and uh, have your Siri. Uh, Download that Brown Sugar Radio app. Right, and then you'll hear what's going on. <laughs> oh, hey, then you ain't really got to worry about taking it from a song for real, though. You know, you ain't got to touch. You ain't got to touch that down. No, nope. you know. Hey, we got to. You, we do got to get a request button in that. That that'd be dope. A but, request button. Yeah, yeah. Because look, think about you know the radio, right? 
you used to, like, people used to call up to the radio and request a song. And now, what's even better is if you can just send your request in and then for it to be queued up. At least, that's way better than the radio. At least you know you ain't listening to the same 10, 15 songs and your song never get, the song you requested never get put in the queue. Mm. But I think I think those requests would get out of hand. Uh, you're right. So, so should we go to Donald Trump method and do it with donations? <laughs> no. Like you got to pay $40 for a request. No, no, no. Not, not $40. For, not $40. But you can send us $2. Then what if a whole bunch of people send $2? And it's like, I sent you $2 and you ain't get to my request yet. No, 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 no. That's why That's why it's the system. It, it'd be filtered in. It'd be filtered in. I mean, like, you can send your request in. We'll try our best to get to it. <laughs> no, I'm just talking, I'm talking, I'm talking. Hey, I, I was for the donations now. No, I mean, like, please donate. Donate, yeah. but, um... Cash up is... You know, we do our best. Dollar sign, uh, I'm the plug music, you know, send, send your request in. <laughs> you know, your $2, you send your $2 donations, I, I see it to it, that your song get played. Somebody you, probably listen to this, like... I ain't no send no requests in, but you send it to Donald Trump. Right. What's yeah. the difference? No. You send, you'll, send your, you'll send your donation in for whatever else you be donating to. Send that two dollars in to your boy, man. We'll make sure your song get played for sure. Put it in the memo. <laughs> mm. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, I'll tell another note. Uh, another round of applause uh, for Chance the Rapper, his his project Acid Rap. Had made 10 years uh, last week as well. And uh, what I would say is about that project, that is the project that made Chance the Rapper the household name. Um, for us locally, we know 10 Day. You know, that was the project that put them on. But globally, Acid Rap was the project that made Chance the Rapper become who he is. Um, so we want to go ahead and give Chance the Rapper a shout out, you know, a round of applause. We're putting the city on, you know, as the... Fresh face and uh, new sound of uh, Chicago music. He hmm. he did his thing ten years ago. Um, Consistency. And, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. He had he definitely. I would say this. That album was a a good body of work. Like it was a mixture of still having the rawness of who Chance was from Ten Day and to see the maturity or the um, creativity of his artist artistry at that particular uh, time as well. So it was just like you got the blend of both, uh, best of both worlds, essentially. Okay. He had uh, features from Abso, uh, Twister. Uh, was that? No, no, no. That was not the album with uh, 2 Chains and uh, Lil Wayne. But it was just like, it, oh, Action Bronson. Uh, it was just, if you were popping at this particular time, you was probably nine times out of ten on that Acid Rap project. Hmm, um, that's good. Yeah, and the great thing about it was, too, it was more of like an underground scene. So it was like all the people that was underground, um, you know, the blog era, that was, you knew, like you knew this project. You you knew everything about it. Um, but, yeah, it was a great, great um, body of work. You got the uh, collab between uh, him and Vic Missler because it was some time, you know, it's still been some time where they did music together. Check out Vic, Vic Mensa and the Shy. Oh, yeah. He doing his thing, man. Shout out to Vic, man. Um, shout out to the whole Save Money. Sterling, uh, Joe, Joey, you know, Brian Fresco, the homie Brill, 
Man, all, all of them. Uh, Toyo, yeah, it's man. It's just a, a group of talented individuals, man. I, I really uh, will say that that collective of uh, artists from Chicago they could have been they could have been Chicago's Wu Tang. Mm, wow. Yeah, because they all they all got different styles. Um, they all don't sound the same, and uh, they all look different, and they all come from different parts of the city. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's interesting. Shout out to Save Money, you know, the, all the homies. Maybe they save your money. Maybe. No, I'm just talking. No, you should look. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But That's a good name. Save money. Yeah. Shout out to save money, though. Um, oh, you met Brill before Maisha. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. So I don't remember. All right. Well, I, you know, I'll play, I play you a song later on. I'm probably, I probably know a song. Yeah, you know a song. But, um, yeah, shout out, to, shout out to the good guys. Um. Oh, hey, our boy, he just dropped the album, too. Yesterday, Ooh. I took the walk. Is that Yachty? Yeah, Lil Yachty dropped the album. Yachty. I ain't listened to it yet though, but he dropped the album. So shout out to Yachty. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's that's about all the music. Everybody else dropping music, but it's um, you know, it's not not really big. It's not being promoted well. Do you think it'll ever be a time where you don't want to listen to music anymore? Nah, I still love music too much to not want to uh, listen to it. I'm talking about new mu- new music. No, 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 no. I still I love music too much to still not want to listen to new music. Mm. I even I I listen to Sexy Red. Downtown. Yeah, but I listen to the whole project. Oh, really? Yeah, I listen to that that little EP uh, uh project she put out. How was it? It wasn't bad, honestly. I'm now to oh, thank you for bringing us there. This is just uh for all the AKAs out there. We really want to know. What do y'all feel about Sexy Red using y'all lingo? The ski. I need I need to know. Please hit me up uh, on all of our social media platforms because this has uh, been inquiring. Like, you know, I heard the song and I was just like, wait, this sound familiar. Like, why is everybody saying ski? And then it hit me. It's the AKAs. But I know she ain't no AKA. And <laughs> you know how they be riding for they set. All these fraternities and sororities, y'all is gangs. I ain't like, no cap. Y'all is gangs too. Y'all be going hard for y'all colors and y'all sayings. I ain't mad at y'all though, especially for what y'all got to put in and get into get into them. Man, I hope y'all chill. When y'all have kids, it's, they should automatically be blessed in like uh, leaders of the gangs. Oh my gosh. I'm, I swear. Then they wouldn't know the hard work behind it. Everybody don't need to know the hard work, man. Hard work. Everybody don't need to know. Hey, whose song is that? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good song, though. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. That's all, man. We can we can pivot up out of this music thing. It was a pretty good pretty good two weeks of music. Um, you know, a lot of things is dropping. Allegedly, Drake is dropping for for the Dogs album. Um, it's still not out yet, as y'all listening to this podcast, but. Whenever it does come out, I hope y'all uh, y'all be prepared for it. Um, is there anything that you are looking for from like for to hearing from Drake Mike on this new album? Um, something like brand new. Oh, we ain't never get that. Again. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I don't have to hear. I want something like Controller. You know, like my favorite songs. Um, I don't know. I want to hear something different. 
I don't want to hear any house music. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying, you know, what he did was bad, but I do want to hear something different. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I, I, ain't, I ain't mad at it. I, don't, I have no expectations for Drake. Honestly, I'm just looking forward to the Young Thug feature because I know it'll be on there. Um, I'm, I hope him and Future, I hope him and Future do something on there. I just feel like that's a combination. To me, that's just a combination that don't miss. Them two together, they, they can't. No, they can't. They can't miss. Even the song that I didn't like, didn't like it, it did end up growing on me. The, uh, I'm too sexy for my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Him and, and Drake, they are good uh, collaborations with one another. But I think that they are alike, like personally. I don't know them personally, but who hey, they wait, who wait, they are. Wait, that's that's a miss. That's a miss. I don't know them personally. That is we a... we met Future. All right, thank you. We did meet him, but so, we shout don't out know to Pluto. him. We don't know him personally. He was but down to earth. He was. It was. It was. It was nice. Um, but who they are? I don't know who they are, but. From what I feel like or what I think, how they, I think they are like. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely, I, look, birds of a feather. <laughs> birds of a feather. I was going to say, I had a new title for this this episode. I was going to call it Niggas for Future 2024. Oh. But, uh, you know, I don't even think, he, he ain't even old enough to run for president anyway. How old you have be, 37? No, 35? 45. 45. 45? 45 to be the president. Why? Why do you have to be 45? See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a lot of things that need to be changed. If they can change abortion laws and all that other stuff, they can change uh, ages. They can put limitations on ages where you can't run after 65. Right. 35 to 60. Would be my ages for people to run for president. Now, if you get reelected after you sixty, then that so be it. But but you want to know 60. something? It's um, you know, it's some young people that would be able to be president too. Oh, I ain't just, I ain't saying that. Like, I, why do you have to be? Why do you have to be thirty five? Well, I mean, why can't you be twenty five? No, 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 no. Hell no, no. I mean, like it's something no. out here. It's something out here. Look, out. And not like that. I just know what I was thinking about when I was 25. Okay, 35. 35. 35, yeah. Now, let me ask you this, though. In order to be the president, do you have to own your own house before 35 to show uh, consistency in um, financial literacy or something? Oh. Does financial literacy have to, like, do you have to show that to be a leader? Mm, that's a great question, Marsha. I didn't think about that. Hey, you, hey, look, at least have a car. At least have a car. Cause everybody ain't, everybody. Like how many miss, uh, miss payments are you allotted? Uh, <laughs> you get what no. I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, you know, people, you know, you fall on, you fall on hard times. So it's just like things happen. Mm. But, you know, would you want somebody that's in that, that don't work? They 35 years old, but they don't work. You know, you get what yeah, I'm saying? Hey, yeah, yeah. You can have a 25 year old that works that, Parents that may have set them up where they don't have to, you know, didn't have to go through any uh, major hardships where they in a, at a, uh, you know, a place of security. They 25, they could do it. You, you get what I'm yeah, saying? But you, they, you, right. you, you know, right. it's just like a lot of things that have to factor in. So I say if, you know, you got to own some property, 
Yeah, all right. You yeah. gotta, you know. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you right. You gotta have some type of financial literacy. Uh, I don't, you know, I, you ain't gotta really know about warfare, but you gotta have some strategy to you, you know. I, yeah, all right, you know, we're gonna open it up. So then <laughs> it'd be 20, it'd be 25 to 60 then. 25, okay. 25 to 60. Cause you know, some people don't figure it out, some people figure it out. Hey, I, I just think that the interesting factor of like, that right is seeing like you know the younger you open it up to uh people to be president your your president gonna be in a club yeah they could be your president gonna be doing club hostings they could be come come see president such and such at v live tonight but see like certain things will have to be removed because of security purposes did you know that today it was this white guy and he he left something, you know, saying that he was racist or whatever. And he shot and killed three black people. What? In Dollar General. Wait, wait, In wait. Jacksonville, Florida. Whoa, whoa. He left, a, like, a sign or something stating I, that he I was don't, racist? I don't know. Like, um, he left evidence. Wow. So, you got to be very mindful of your whereabouts when you are the president. So, you can't be... Uh, if you feel like you're still going to be in a club, then you don't need to be running for a uh, president. Dang. Well, well, you know what I'm saying? Nah, that, I got you. You're going to have to let it go. <laughs> nah, if I'm in a club, oh, if I'm in a club, I need the Secret Service. They need to be on it. Like we, Why? Why put yourself in that situation? Because I still want to have fun, too. I meant like it's it's not going to be the same type of fun that it would be without. So do you think it's ever been a president that turned the White House into a club? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind it, of... A, they had um, B&Bs. Hey, you know what? I definitely... Not like Airbnbs. That. But they definitely had some B&Bs. But they had some B&Bs, They definitely had some B&Bs, though. Yeah. Shoot. It was going on when Bill Clinton was the president. Oh, B.O.B.s. Is it B.O.B.s? No, nah, no. Nah, it was the butt necking and bouncing. Oh, yeah. B&Bs, yeah. It was B&Bs. Bill Clinton had them in there. He was playing a saxophone to him. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Wow. Dang, I never thought about that. But yeah, 25, 25 to sixty, you know, let's uh let's petition that to Congress since uh we have the right to push policies. Yeah, um, I mean like it's the people. Like, you know, they want you to forget that the people are the majority. Yeah. Not the people that's actually in the office. That's for sure. Cause uh, they gonna need us when they come come around time for them to get back up in their office. And a uh, low key though, I honestly I feel like uh, we need more uh, youthful politicians and, like, leaders because we be getting these same old, like, tired, like, laws, same, like, the same thing. It's not progressive. Like, as progressive as they try to portray America, it is the least progressive uh, country that I've ever heard of, ever. You know, it made me want to, I'm about to get dual citizenship. I'm getting dual citizenship. Shout out to Amber, though. I'm glad that she told it. Shout out to Amber and Kira. I'm glad they shared that information in our group. Yeah. Because uh, dual citizenship, me, I you know, I ain't trying to be here, especially when I know I can go somewhere else and uh, get some bread. All right. You going to be on your way on a boat, huh? Nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go by plane. I ain't taking <laughs> no boats. Not not across the seas. <laughs> no. Ouch. Man, I got to figure that out. Oh, man, I'm going to do my research. Boy, you almost had me uh, say something that would condemn me. 
Thanks. Tell me later. Yeah, I will. <laughs> wow. But, um, oh, hey, look. So you, you mentioned a great thing when we was talking about, like, opening up the uh, age the age group. Shout out to the um, 12-year-old down in Texas. She is going to be on her, like, she literally, by the time she turns 14, she'll be graduating with her um, her bachelor's degree in college. So right now she is about to get ready to graduate from high school at the age of 12 years old. And at the age of 14, she'll be done with college. That's crazy, man. So shout out so, to the... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Shout no, out to the... Yeah, shout out to the young lady down in Texas. You know, she deserved that. She worked hard for that. And it's just like, okay, what if she wants to become president? She she got to wait all the way until she's 35? You know, she got to wait until she's 45? She could be mentally there. Nah, you're right, though. You're you right. Know, shout like, out to her parents, too. I always wanted to skip, skip a grade. Man, she she did more than skip a grade. She skipped several. She, I I know. She, she's skipping her way through life. I know. Like man, imagine having a fourteen year old and they done with school. It's like, what do you tell them to go do? You right. You are right. And you and then you gonna be mad because it's like, man, just go outside, man. Go outside. But then like she not gonna be able to connect with people in her age, in her age um, bracket. You right. Age appears. You right. Well, look, man. I mean, she could if she wanted to go ahead and uh, run them up for like uh, tutoring. Yeah, but like she, I don't know. You just got to be careful. Oh, for sure, for sure, man. I'd be like, look, you, you know, you done with school? If you want to run a homeschooling service about the crib, call, you know, call little Sherry and uh, little Kim over. You know, we'll do that. I tell her to start her own school up. She probably could, man. She, make a charter school since charter schools ain't, um, just make a, a good charter school. Man. Hey, yeah, because can't you get your own charter school? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Like, okay. um, you don't have to abide by certain things. Or if you don't have to abide by, like, you can make your own rules up. Not, I don't know, I don't know, I have to do my research, but charter schools are different from, like, public schools. Mm. Hey, Very I, different. If I had a charter school, I, I don't know if I would want to put them in uniform, but I, I kind of would, though. Only just, just only to make, like, make the clothes so they can be fly. I liked, um, I like wearing uniform in school. You had to think about what you had to wear. See, I, I like not wearing a uniform because it's the freedom to express, you know, just expression. You wearing what you want to wear. But then it's just like, you get caught up with, oh, I wore... You get nervous, not nervous, but like somebody make fun of you for wearing the same thing you wore the week before. Uh, you got the same gym shoes and they dirty. Like kids are so mean. I mean, so it's just it, it eliminates right. that. It really does. You definitely right about that, but hey, look at the end of the day, I, you know what? I didn't care about none of that stuff. If somebody did say that to me, I ain't look. I didn't care. I already knew what it. Not that I knew what it was, but at least I got some. You know. It's people out there ain't got nothing. I don't remember what uh, school was like before high school. I don't remember if we wore uniforms or not. I know I did. I know, like, uh, elementary school and middle school we wore. And and they always give you them ugly ugly colorways. Black and um, navy blue and white. Navy blue and white. Navy blue and, like, yellow. Or or, black. Yeah. It's... 
they compare uh, schools to jails because mm. you got a uniform. It's very structured. You got recess time. You got to walk in the line. You got to walk in the line. Dang. The lunch food, the way the lunch room is up, the tables. Yeah. See, you know what? That's why. And I was just like, dang. That's why when we went on that, that trip, in, uh, I want to say in St. Albies, when we went on that trip to the white Catholic school in Evergreen Park, uh-huh. no wonder I felt so much freer. <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> Man, gee, I'm no, never again. Well, I'm out of school anyway, but <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, my, yeah, my kid, yeah, they they can't experience that. Like, because you're right, it's it's straight institutionalized. Like, you <laughs> you gotta walk on one side of the hop. Gee, I kid you not, I remember this now. Look, when you <laughs> when you uh when you was walking to the lunchroom, so. The people coming back from lunch is on on the right side, uh, like a car. Yeah, like what are we doing here? We can't we can't integrate. We can't mix. Line leaders, man, it's man, it's too much, too much trash, man. I ain't, forget them, man. Forget them. Yeah, it's you know that's why you got to be in tune with yourself. Man, I I should go back and just talk to the youth. I'm gonna go back and talk to the kids and be like, look, I know y'all young now. But these next four years of your life, they ain't going to be this hard. I want to talk to the fourth graders so I can get them prepared for what, you know, fifth, sixth, and, you know, fifth through eighth going to be. I wonder if there's a way to, like, have kids, uh, teach kids. Like, you know how you go to high school and you ain't you ain't got no lines? You know, you just, right. you just go on yeah. about today. You know, you just, you go here, you meet up with this person. Why can't they... Do that in younger grades. Because they ain't ready for them to be unstructured. But, like, I think that lacks development. Like, it, it stunts development, too. Mm. It probably do, because you don't really know the potential of a person's social skills, for real. Or how they, uh, the responsibility of, like, getting to and from without having to be structured. Because but I guess it would create chaos. <laughs> chaos. For the adults, man, forget them. They, man, not. Oh, I feel, I feel bad for this. Cause, but yeah, forget them, man. Forget them. They already got so much chaos they're going through. They can handle a little bit more. They can handle a little bit more. Little, little Teddy and little Riley. They running through the through the hallway, trying to, you know, they playing tag or something. You know, you mm, can you can deal with it. I don't know. You don't want it to seem like it's a glorified like uh, daycare. Some people feel like that's what schools are. I mean, honestly, honestly, it it is because you you are bouncing from class to class within what fifty minutes. I guess so, but like in like you know middle school, middle school elementary school, you in the same class. You in the, in the same class. You might have like art or gym or something like that, but. See, we swap classes. No, like, uh, oh wait, hold on. You might be right though, because I'm, I'm just thinking about. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because when, uh, when I was going to Metcalf, we was in the same class, except for art, gym, uh, choir. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You know, you are right. I didn't disagree. Man, shout out to, uh, shout out to. Uh, I want to. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm about to butcher her name, but anyway. 
she was an older lady. She she reminds she was old enough to be my grandma, mm-hmm. um, but she wore like the uh, not. They wasn't really bottle glasses, mm-hmm. but they was like the you know the the square ones. They was pretty bulky, but uh, she had a little bit of uh, peach fuzz, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what made she always would stand out to me. But she was those are the teachers like she was a teacher that cared. Now she you know she'd get upset and curse you out, but you know I felt like those teachers they come a dime a dozen. Mm, yeah, I had a teacher. Well, he was a computer teacher. Mr. Uh, Farentino. Tarantino or Farentino? I want to say it's Farentino. Was his first name Quentin? No. no. If it was, remember me. Put me in one of your movies. Right. But, um. Wait, wait, wait. Pause, pause. <laughs> one of your. One of your movies that's going to theater. That's... Theater, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, he used to teach computer class. And I wanted to say, I wanted to say it was like grades one, two, or whatnot, but then I had them again, I want to say, like, maybe third grade, but I don't remember, but if I didn't have them again, when I left that building, because the, the, the middle school part was, wait, third grade to sixth grade, no, third to fifth grade was the building next door, mm-hmm. so I would always still, after school, I'd go stop by and see him or whatnot, and he used to always have Skittles. So I used to, used to go get me some Skittles. But uh, he was nice. He was nah, nice. It was nothing like inappropriate or nothing nah, that's, like that. That's a but, good perk, though. But he was he was nice. Hey, so what's one skill that you uh, that you are mad that you you ain't you know not that you don't have but you ain't really capitalized on when, when you had the opportunity or that you? Well, you know. I feel like um, we had art class and. Um, Okay, everything that don't have anything to do with, like, math, English, and nothing like that. So, music. Mm. We had a teacher called, his name was Mr. Rivers. He used to get made fun of and everything. But Mr. Rivers Rivers was cool. I wish that um, he was, like, taken seriously and given the chance to, like, really, really teach music. Um, Kids was just so disrespectful and whatnot, but... Being able to learn the music notes and the music keys and mm. understand, like, the uh, the different things. Like, to actually read music. Um, I'm not saying I w- I'm going to pick it up today, you know, but, but I always was interested in reading music. Mm. Yeah. Cause, and then having to sing it, you know, sing it and, you know, understand it. But that's what I would want to pick up. That's what I wish I would have, like, uh, went into. Like, you know, just learn more about right. it. Yeah, no, nah, see, my my thing is coding because we was literally building websites from MySpace to Tag to whatever. You know, all them, I wish I would have really, like, keyed in and honed in on that skill because that would have been, that would have just took me to a whole different trajectory in life. You want to know what I'm thinking about now? Yeah, 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 you good. That's good. I'm sorry not to cut you off. But I'm thinking about how schools is being institutionalized now. Because <laughs> um, I keep thinking about Mae Jemison, Mae Jemison, learning how to uh, type, right? Right. Ooh. And I've never been able to type fast. I always mess up. But they want you to type so you can get, in, like, you know, work in the corporate world and, you know, get right. your work done. You right. know, keep getting your work done. I'm like, 
because you know when you start applying for different jobs or whatnot, they want to know how fast can you type and all this. Like, does it really matter as long as you get the job done? Like, anyway. Hey, no, but to your point with music, right? I I wish I would have took it serious. I really do. I think we. I want to say we had a music class at Robert A. Black, but and Miss Korjanic, Miss Korjanic was um, uh, first and second grade. Mm, that was the music teacher, Miss Korjanic, and then uh, Mr. Rivers was like uh, um, six to eight. Mm. Yeah, we just Miss Korjanic. I forgot. Maybe she was. Uh, I don't know who it was. Maybe I don't know. I don't remember third through uh, fifth a lot. Yeah, we just don't. We you know. We kids, we don't really just see the value of certain things, but man, gee, you be miss. We miss our beat. We miss our beat on a lot of things because we, you know, be too focused on other things. Um, hey, but let me ask you this: you know, seeing that um, you are your parents' uh, last child, right? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about leaving the nest again? Or, um, or how did you feel about leaving the nest for the first time? And I'm gonna just take it back to when you left. Or you and I? Well, I was um, already an adult, right? So I left. Dang. Was I 21? I was 21 already. No, we was 20. We was about to be 21. No, we was. We wasn't 21 yet because I uh, I didn't even start going to the I didn't go to the bar yet. Dang. Was we 21? We was 21. Yeah, because we, you know, the bar crawls and stuff. Interesting. Yeah, 21. Because when I graduated. We went in what, 2013? 2013. Oh, okay. Oh, ah, ah. 2013 and 2015. That was the first time me being out of the house. But, like, I really... I, I don't really know. I really didn't look at it as, like, oh, I'm out on my own. I I didn't really process it like that. I think... I really ain't process being away from home until we moved to California. Because, mm. you know, home has always been home. So it's just like I always got a home to go to. You know what I'm saying? Right. A lot of people don't have a home to go back to. A lot of people are, like, pressed to get out of the house because they live in a situation, um, wanting to just be grown and on your own, you know. But mm. I've never seriously been pressed to the point where I just needed to leave home. Right. You know, I've I've been privileged to not have to pay rent. I've been privileged to always have a car to drive, whether it wasn't mine. You know, I've been for, afforded those luxuries in life where home was always, for the most part, worked in my favor. Mm. Um. So to come back home... And then about to create to move into our own place that we're going to actually own. Um, I'm excited about it because that will be home, but I'm actually creating my own home. Right. You know, it'll be my own home, you know, our home. But you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I feel good about it. Yeah. <clears throat> my thing is, um, I know we off topic and stuff. No. My main thing is like watching your parents age. You know, my parents are older. So, well, for the people that's listening, you know, my parents are older. Um, what, 68, uh, 68, 68 and 72? Mm-hmm. 60, and then gonna be 73. So it's just like, it's just an interesting, um, 
time. I feel like um, typically when you have those older parents, you're much older. So anyway, that's the only thing. I mean, because mm, yeah, I feel like you got to check in more. Like I got to check in more. Don't get me started, man. You, I don't even be wanting to do that. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? I just be, I like being in my own space. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to, to what you were saying, like, even, even starting from back when, uh, when, when I had my apartment in DeKalb, I wasn't, I wasn't gun ho about going back home. Like, I mean, I went back home cause, you know, my, you know, my friends, my immediate circle was either in Chicago or they was at their respective schools. So it would be that, but I wasn't coming, I wasn't coming home like that. You know, um, I only came home for the holidays and it wasn't really no need to come home because either you would come out to the cab or I would go down to Champagne. So it was just like, if I come home, I'm just coming home for an hour or two. Hey, what's up? And then I'm back on the road. I'm going somewhere else, you know. Um, but the freedom of having that space and then even coming home, coming home uh, from living on my own, it was like a, a, a interesting transition back because, you know, you know when home is different because now you, you know, your parent, they back to, you know, being who they are, you know, having their own individuality. I think the, the beauty of it for me was, you know, being still being able to be out and have my own freedom, but then getting them calls about like, hey, when you coming home, because, you know, you, you be missed, you be, you know, you be missed. Um, my thing was I would be, you know, not like that. I would be out in the streets. I knew what home was. Don't get me wrong, but I just, I just had a, I had a ball with still having my freedom, you know, still finding my individuality and becoming the person that I am today, um, with going through certain life experiences. But I never felt like, uh, I was obligated to really do anything, you know, to, to the same point as you, I, I ain't had to pay rent. I had to pay rent in my own apartment, but both apartments. But, uh, you know, when I went back home, it was, it's just a luxury, the privilege, you know, uh, not having to worry about paying old bills and, you know, uh, paying nothing on the rent. Now, my only duty was to come home with some need when I came home. You know, who wouldn't, who wouldn't take that? Who wouldn't take that? Cause man, if you wouldn't take that, you a fool. But, it was, uh, that was smooth. And then when we moved out to LA, yeah, I, I still, you know, you had to drag me back home. I didn't even want to do that. I definitely didn't want to do that. Um, cause it never rains in Southern California, mm-hmm. but, uh, um, but yeah, no, nah, that was, that was that. Like I, you know, I definitely feel for parents though, who, um, who don't really, uh, accept or appreciate the fact that they having a, an empty nest. It's just like you've done your job. And if you feel like you've done your job well, you know, let go. Let go. And if it's meant for them to come back, they'll come back, but they're going to leave again. You know, but it's it's time for you to find your individuality. It's, I, I, you know, I know it's a hard thing for parents because you didn't work yourself up from when they uh, was in the womb to, you know, the child 18 to 21, you know, and them being with you or at least you seeing their presence. So now they gone. It's nothing wrong with that. You did your job. Evidently, you did it well. And I honestly, I feel like if your child's still living with you after that age, it's it's a problem. 
I don't think it's a problem. I think no, I think it's a problem. I don't. And the reason why I say that is because that means that child ain't got no ambition to do for themselves. Like, mm, yeah, I can see that. You know, your your parents not gonna always be be that for you. You know, and the day the day they do go, because everybody got a day. You ain't gonna know how to be on your own. You know, you you not gonna <clears throat> you not gonna have the the mental fortitude to know like, all right, I got these responsibilities. I need to do this, this, and this. You know, it's only so much your parents can teach you. Sometimes you just got to go out there and get it for yourself. That is true. You know, so I do think parents, I think parents hold their kids back, and I think kids hold themselves back, too. Hmm. I agree. But uh, to all the parents out there, you know, I know these kids just went back to school. So if you, you know, if your cat, your child just went to college or, you know, just graduated college, go ahead and uh, get ready to, to embrace that empty nest because you still got a lot of life to live, you know. You might want Melvin from Baby Boy to come through if you're a single, uh, single mom. <laughs> you know, go ahead. So you can, you know, who's the equivalent of Melvin for for uh, opposite female version of Melvin? I don't know, Miss Parker from, Ooh, from Friday. Miss Parker, Miss Parker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh well, she was a she was a cheater. Hey, but uh, shout out to Miss Parker. What's her name? AJ, right? Uh, from, yeah, uh, yeah. She was in the sister act, the first sister act. She was? Yes, she was. She was. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wonder what her role was. She was one of the kids out in the street, like the teenagers. Wow. Like when uh, Sister Mary Clarence turned the choir up. Right. Uh, a group of her, her and her friends walked, was in the church. Walked wow. in the church, but they showed them outside, you know, outside of the church in different scenes. Dang. But I noticed her when she was in the church. But shout out to AJ Johnson. I think that's, like, is wow. that her name? AJ Johnson. AJ Johnson, I think. Mm. But I know it's AJ. For yeah, sure. I definitely know that too. But yeah, shout out to her. Dang, that's gonna make me think that she's younger than what she really is. <laughs> shout out. Mm, that's a, she's a great actress. Maybe you know what? I, I'm gonna just throw a little hate out there. Um, for all the actors or actress and actors that still be looking young, that's older than me, and not to say I look old, but I'm hating. How y'all still playing teenagers? How y'all still playing high school people? That's just some jeans. Now I'm gonna cut my facial hair down so I can. No, I can do that no. too. <laughs> but, but I want to. No. All right. Well, I guess I can't do it. I don't need nobody telling me, asking you if I'm I'm your mama again. <laughs> you, gonna, you just gonna be fabulous on that. Yeah, that I was, was your mama. That was crazy. I do not that look was that crazy. old. I do not look that was crazy. That old. I have a mature face. Honestly, I, I still feel like that person was trying to be funny. I think they were because my mama had came in the a couple days prior to that. Like they seen me with my mama. That's why I had to look like what? Like no, you just seen me with. But anyway, mm-hmm. anyway, we ain't gonna you know shout out to the homie. Yeah, shout out to the homie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dang. Hey, so I know we talk about this uh, plenty of times, but uh, I was talking to the homies. Uh, what this week? Well, Thursday. Uh, actually, it was like a double whammy. Thursday and Friday, I was talking to the homies, and you know, ladies, let me tell y'all this. I do slightly understand why y'all out of way y'all out with these relationships and why y'all ain't rushing into them. Cause these niggas didn't lost their man, man. You got some men that uh, 
think that y'all still supposed to wait on them hand and foot. Not wait on them, but, you know, when they walk in the door, you supposed to have a meal cooked and uh, have the house clean, even if you work in a job. And then you got you you got some niggas that just think uh, they in competition with you. You know, it's it's hard out here. But it's let me say this: it's hard out here on both standpoints. But uh, the male ego is man very very sensitive and fragile. Mike um, played this uh, video by Fifty Cent last week, and it was um, I would say this: this was probably the, the dopest thing I heard him say in a, in a while. But he. Like one of the things he said is uh, a man who whose woman makes more than him, and uh, you don't hear him talk about it or complain about it. That's a secure man, and I honestly feel that way. I honestly feel that way. I I feel like men in today's time they get so caught up in a woman making more than them that it hurts them so much that they don't feel like they are uh, enough. You know, they don't feel like they enough. They don't feel like they doing enough. And it creates a divide and uh, competition between who can make the most money. And, like, who has... If if my woman make more money than me, I don't have a say-so in the, the things that we do. And that's far from the truth. It's a partnership. And if you with somebody that makes you feel like because they make more money than you and you less than them, then that ain't the person that you need to be with. Yeah. But, um... It, well, that whole thing made me lead into this. So, um... I came across this video... And this couple was getting married. And the girl, the the woman, she didn't want to say that she will uh, honor and obey her husband. Um, and she said, he in, in, the, in the vows, she said he needs to make more money. In the vows. They at the altar. What? Yes. Gee. Okay. But fast forward. 14 months later, they divorced. 14 months later, they divorced. At that point, when I would have heard that at the altar, we wouldn't even got married. I mean, I know you do your marriage license and stuff before you had a ceremony, but uh, we wouldn't have got married, G. We wouldn't have got, like, there's no way I'm, you finna belittle me on this big of a stage. That's what you want to talk about right here, right when we about to get ready to get married. We should have been talking about We should have been, this should have, as soon as I proposed to you, you should have said this was the issue. Like, what? And then... I think is, you know, for sick, what is it? For, for sickness and health. Like, what if, what if he fall fall down? Not fall down, but what if something happened to him and you got to step up? Then what? He don't make enough. That's crazy. He ain't healthy enough. That's, honestly, I really do understand now why that study said 80% of uh, marriages end up in divorce after two years. Like, if you marry for two years, 80% of uh, marriages end up in divorce. Mm. Well. We ain't in a... No, we, we've been past that. We bypassed that. Yeah, we, you know. But... Yeah, we happy. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, nah, I, def- I definitely... I definitely understand that now. Because it's just like, are you getting married for the look? Or are you getting married to actually build something? Do you think this person going to take care of you if you if you need them to? Right. Are you willing to take care of that person if you need to? Like, man, you really... You really need to vet the people that you you call yourself about to marry. You need to. I think a lot of people just, like I said before, I know we always mention this, but they just get married because they don't want to be alone or just to say they married. Man, they I, say they with somebody. I'd rather be alone. I could do bad all by myself than to marry somebody for convenience. 
I'd rather have a roster. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'd rather have a roster. It's like than just to marry somebody just to get married. Man, I'm gonna have a roster. It's like a man who married women just to make them a trophy wife. Mm-mm. Give me a roster. <laughs> How many times you gonna say that? No, like no, but hey, no, for you real. You gotta want to be. You have to want to be married, and you have to be willing to take on. A, you know, you gotta be able to be ready for it. You gotta be ready for it. Not even necessarily ready because you don't know what marriage is, is until you get in it. You don't. You won't know exactly what it is, but. But if we talking, if if the main issue is money, like, gee, you couldn't, they ain't even get to for richer and for, well, no, that was the, for rich, no. So, uh, he, uh, the priest, the minister, the pastor was saying for richer and for poor. And she said for richer and richer, cause you need to make more money. Hmm. Like we ain't doing poor. And then you just heard half of the, uh, half of the people laugh. And I'm just like. Oh, no, this is right here. This is a red flag, my Mm -hmm. G. Like, this is, they think she playing, but the way she's saying it and the way she reiterated it was just like, no, she's serious. And not to say that you should be with somebody if they don't have no money, but it's a reason why that line is there, for richer or for poorer, because you go through times. And if you think it's just going to always be the upside, then, I'm sorry to tell you that that ain't, that's maybe 1% of marriages, maybe 1%. And even the, even the richest marriage, they still go through their poor times. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all, y'all need to get some understanding out here. Y'all go see with your grandmas if they still living. Find out. <laughs> For real. Man, it's crazy. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> but shout out to all the people that's married out there that's going harder and uh, longer than two years. Um, you know, more more blessings to y'all, but wow. Fourteen months, Marsha. Four they ain't even make the whole twenty eight. Fourteen. I wonder what the reason was. Was it money? Probably so, man. Probably so. I don't even wanna know because Shreddy was tweaking. When I seen the video and I heard that they was divorced fourteen months after, I said I that's all I needed to know. That that told me everything I needed to know. I I couldn't even be friends with I wouldn't want to go to nobody's wedding like that. First of all, if I hear if I hear that be mentioned in the wedding, I'm gonna get up personally myself and walk myself out. <laughs> like this is gonna end. Yeah, this this is you know we wasted my time. You know I could have we wasting everybody's time in here. And if they be like, hey son, what where you going? I'm like, look, we all might as well walk up out of here because this right here is a joke. <laughs> it remind me of that video where. This guy, he had, I guess he went out with his cousin or somebody. And he wanted to go talk to this girl. She was like, oh, you better go home to your wife. I ain't spend no money for at your wedding for no reason. <laughs> yeah. You know, I ain't about to be out here calling her sister and this and that. She called me, you know, and you out here like this. No, I ain't about to do that. I spent too much money at that wedding, on that wedding. No, whatever. Like, yeah. you need to go home. Yeah, hey, no, <laughs> when you when you think about it, it's like, man, this is some money that you never going to get back. Not like that, but you ain't the one that got married. I ain't signed, you know, I ain't signed up for no no marriage and uh got dressed up for you to for you to be the reason why it ended. Let you know, let her be the reason and then <laughs> then I can have some uh, like some solace in my brain like, dang, I ain't <laughs> wanted to end, but you know, at least I want you, big dog. I want you, you know. Right. She's, you know, 
But for the dude, do you still call her sis if she cheat on your if she cheat on your bro? Is she still sis? Like how do how do you? Because we we for myself specifically, especially now, I have to think about how I'm, I have to be unbiased. What you mean? Like for example, BT. I gotta be. I have to be unbiased when it comes to like the perspective in a they marriage because like let's just say. If they had like a situation, not a situation, but let's say they had a disagreement, right, about something, and they asked us, it's like now I gotta be at it from the unbiased perspective. I think you still be biased. Well, I look. There's a misconception. Me and Brandon don't always agree on everything. Okay. You know, I don't always side with him. Okay. Matter of fact, if we go back to when we was out in Minnesota, when we talked about uh, starting a, a group like the couple group investment mm-hmm. you know he had his own feeling about it his wife had his her own feeling about it and me and her sat it on the same line okay you know so i you know shout out to janae but anyway maybe it, it could be a j thing but hey you know what she said made sense to me it just you know if there's a will where they when there's a will there is a way you can't knock your blessings just because you can't see it right now I, I be agreeing with her. You just got to speak life into the things that you want, you know? It's like uh, it's like giving somebody CPR, man. You're trying to rescue somebody. You're trying to save their life. And how you going to believe you can bring this person back to life if you ain't breathing life into them? It's just like doing the chest compressions without doing the actual breathing. Mm, I don't know about this comparison. <sighs> it sounded good to me. But okay. Anyway, what else we got on this docket, man? That's it for now. That is? Nah, that's not it, but that's it for now. Hey, so look, this is what I want y'all to do, right? <laughs> you want me to read the top to you? No, 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 because I know what we forgot to talk about. But um, <laughs> I ain't really, I'm really not mad at this because I'm, I'm just tired of, uh, I'm kind of tired of talking about them. I'm ready for them to break up. So, Emmett, yeah. Emmett and, uh, and, and Keisha, Keisha, man. Yeah, so. Y'all go watch the show, y'all. You know, keep up with it. This is episode, uh, what, four? Three? Three, four? Yeah, we just need to watch the one from this past. This past week. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, you know, if y'all been keeping up with it, you know, y'all done, y'all done seen the dynamics of this relationship. Y'all see how Keisha is, uh, I don't know if she calls herself trying to be better or whatever she feel like she doing. She rubbing people the wrong way. Should a should a girlfriend be able to um, tell a, a baby mama and, and her her dude how they should parent their child? You know, y'all tell us yes or no. Uh, I got my feelings on it. I tell you this off top. I'm gonna say no because that ain't your child. Stay out. Stay in your place, especially because you ain't married. Um, but yeah, so you know, y'all watch the shy. Uh, watch Rose Island. You know. We'll get back to y'all and discuss that because I, I definitely got to see that Mike should be holding out every now and then. <laughs> um, if y'all haven't already done so, watch uh, Telemarketers on uh, Max. It's pretty good. They got the inmates running the asylum talk about uh, talking about kids being institutionalized. Now, you see what a, a non-institutionalized system would do. So, you know, make sure y'all catch that up. It's it's a bi-weekly show, docu-series, but... Um, it's pretty good. It's really good, honestly, to me. Um, and then what else? What else we got? Oh, hey, if if you get time, 
Watch Mask Girl on uh Oh Mask Girl, good. Watch Mask Girl on Netflix. It's tripped out. Definitely tripped out. Um dang, what else what else? I don't know. It's been a lot. It's been a lot of good stuff, though. But uh, shout out to you. We Marcia. still need to finish off with suits. I, you know, after everybody started talking about suits and stuff, yeah, kind of. I kind of like you know. Like I, I had to step away from it. Like, yeah, we had to go to something different. Yeah, had to pivot, man. We the trendsetters, not the trend followers. Oh my goodness, we follow some trends. Do we? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say I walk to the beat of my. Own, I that's bro. what I feel like. But you know, I was just trying to, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, look, <laughs> we appreciate y'all, you know, for rocking with us another week. Uh, what we would love for you all to do is follow us on all podcast streaming platforms. Follow us on all social media, um, on all streaming podcast platforms. Y'all should already know it's Man Over Music or Music Over Man. On Facebook, Man Over Music or Music Over Man. Instagram, Man underscore or underscore music. Uh, X Twitter it's uh, whatever y'all want to call that it's uh, man over music 10 and then I think that's TikTok what's what's the TikTok oh I think it's man over music or music over man yeah so you know <laughs> yeah follow us on all them, on them platforms uh, you know once we get done with this home we'll be uh, announcing another move that we doing and uh, you know <laughs> wow <laughs> I was trying to go to the uh, to the TikTok and see. Yeah, it's Man Over Music. Oh, it's Man Over Music, Music Over Man. Okay, yeah. So follow that. You know, run it up. We got we got clips and content that's gonna be dropping. Y'all just bear with us. Soon as we get done with this this home buying process, man, y'all gonna see the fruits of our labor, man. You know, so we want to appreciate we want to thank y'all because we appreciate y'all for tuning in to us every week. You know, we couldn't we couldn't have done this without y'all. You know, we are nothing without y'all lovely ears and listeners. And, uh, you know, we'll be back at y'all again. Well, thanks I- for the support. It's it's nice to, like, um, you know, know that we're reaching people and, you know, it's just nice. It's nice. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's definitely nice. Getting feedback. Getting feedback, cool. yeah. Definitely. Especially when people want to have topic uh, conversations about the topics you talked about. So, yeah. It's yeah. De- it's definitely cool. Um, but yeah, you, you know, you got any closing remarks for the people this week? This is what I'm working on because it's been challenged. Uh, maintain an inner peace. Keep your inner peace. Hey, well, I agree with you on that one. Well, this has been another episode of Man Over Music. Music Over Man. With your lovely host. Maisha. And Jakar. And we'll see y'all in another week, yeah, dig? And we're out. <laughs> That was just a simple Should've known that I'll be way too much to handle Had to blow you out and treat you like a candle Had to cool you down and leave you on a mantle Cause you're fragile, oh Calling my job, calling my girls, giving up sex Begging for time every night, it's giving press Yes, you fucking with the best Say you met your match, but I say you're giving my
You could have my love back What you gonna do for that?